Hello and welcome to Fairy Gardening Today. I'm Abigail, your fairy godmother and host, and this week we are going to talk about lighting, specifically for our summertime fairy gardens. In the summertime, we tend to be outdoors much more frequently and more often, and even into the nighttime hours. So we want our fairy gardens to be a beautiful thing to look at, whether it's daytime or night. And the way to accomplish that is to have good lighting. Now, I really love the dynamic qualities and the flicker and color of live flame. My favorite thing. But it's not the safest thing to put in your fairy garden. So the next best thing is these battery operated tea light candles and sometimes even pillar candles that have a flame that looks like it's dynamic. It flickers and it goes brighter and softer and it has a yellow hue to it. So it mimics the live flame and they do a pretty good job with these. So you can put these into your fairy garden on the perimeter or perhaps into the trees or plants. And I really like to take these and kind of cover them a little bit with maybe some large leaves, whether those are artificial or real leaves of plants or bushes. And this way it looks like extra little people are living outside the realms of your daytime fairy garden. You can extend it a little bit into the shrubbery or into some other annual plants. Also, these flame tea candles can be put into the fairy houses themselves. And several of the fairy houses that I create and sell in my fairy garden shop have these types of candles because it makes it look as though someone is at home. Because the light kind of flickers off and on, it looks like there's movement within the house. And that's really nice to see through the windows. So if you have a fairy house that's large enough to accommodate a tea light, that is a great thing to put in there if they have the flickering type of flame light on them. Of course, if you're familiar with fairy gardening, you might also be familiar with fairy lights. These are tiny little LED lights put on strands that usually have a battery pack at the end. These lights are very popular in fairy gardens inside and out, but you do need to be careful that the battery pack does not get wet. If you live in a climate or a place where you have summertime rainstorms, be sure to use these on the inside of a fairy house or as they are oftentimes used in a mason jar to create a fairy light that hangs. So you could put these little fairy lights and simply just put them in a mason jar, drill a hole in the lid and hang that above your fairy garden. It will light up the whole area. You'll be so surprised how very, very bright these lights can be. And for me, that's kind of um, a downside. They're almost too bright, in my opinion. So if you are like me and you like to soften that a bit, weave these again like you did with the tea lights into the shrubbery and you can kind of hide some of their brightness with the leaves of the plants. And this will, again, extend the fairy garden into the shrubbery and give that same sort of effect. But Putting them into the mason jars is really nice if you can find a way to hang them from the tree like above your fairy garden and put a few on uh, highlights above the fairy houses and then a few tea lights on the pathway up. So it looks like the whole town is completely lit. So it has a little bunch of tea lights going along the pathway that lead to your fairy town as well as bright 
fairy sort of street lights for the fairies. Uh, they look almost like little miniature lightning bugs. They're very, very beautiful. But you can certainly find some different ways to extend these strands of fairy lights into your tea garden because the light strands can be quite long, sometimes up to two feet long. So you've got a lot of distance to play with. So experiment with it. They don't always look quite right because of the brightness. So you may want to hide them, like I said, underneath some artificial leaves or some shrubbery. And be sure always to cover that battery pack so that it's safe from any unexpected rainstorms. Many people like to keep the bugs away while they are outside during the night hours. And citronella is a great way to keep the bugs at bay and away from you if you are near the candles themselves. And again, this is using an open flame in an outdoor area, so you want to be sure to never, never leave your citronella candles unattended. Always be sure that you have yourself or someone else watching over these candles because they can start a fire. But you certainly can use these around your fairy garden if you would like to work on it while you're outdoors. Especially during the night hours, you can light these candles and get a nice view of your fairy garden as well as keep the bugs away. But never leave a flame unattended. Of course, if you think a little bit outside the box, you can always dig out your Christmas lights. Yes, Christmas lights, the small ones, not the big, huge, bulbed Christmas lights, but you can use the smaller white Christmas lights in the same way that you would use your fairy lights. And these are nice because they're made for outdoor use, they're safe to use outside, and they come in a nice small size. And they're stranded quite a bit closer together than the fairy lights, so the Christmas lights might be only about an inch or two apart where the fairy lights are super, super bright. And they are more like three to four inches apart. Even though they're very small, they will give off more light than your Christmas lights. And your Christmas lights, oftentimes you can put little plastic additions onto them. So perhaps you want to add a color or a shape. Uh, you can put those over your Christmas lights. So perhaps you can find a lightning bug plastic covering for your Christmas lights and put that in the garden like the fairy garden has lots of lightning bug friends visiting for the nighttime. So see if you can find something that will match with the lighting that you have already and you can just add that to your fairy garden and make it just as beautiful as you like. And if you don't like it, of course, as with everything with our little miniature gardens, it's easy to remove and try something else. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I would like to go into several more summertime episodes so that we make our summertime fairy gardens just beautiful. Until next time, happy fairy gardening. This podcast was brought to you by Sprouted Dreams. Sprouted Dreams is the place where you can find all the fairy garden treasures that bring your dreams to life. Visit sprouteddreams.com.